1: Broadcasting from Aotearoa on Radio Freedom. No Stephen Tyndall, all the hits. Okay, we're in an air break. Hey guy. Hi. How are you going? I'm all right, man. Whereabouts are you right now? Where am I? Mm. So glad you asked. I'm at Nur-Sultan Nazarbayev, Nazarbayev International Airport. Fantastic. So you're ready to get on the plane, come back home to New Zealand. All going to plan. It has not been easy getting here. I'll bet. What happened after that phone bo- f- phone booth incident? Wow. The good thing about being completely shaven is you're incredibly slippery. You're a slippery fish. That's right. I had um some oil. I've been carrying a small hip flask that um I was given to drink vodka from. But uh, I've, I've filled it with oil. And so as everyone was approaching, they could see me in there, oiling up. They tried to grab me. It was almost cartoonish to think of it now. And I just slipped right through the group and I started jogging. I mean, the great thing is, Tim, I've been working really hard on getting into peak physical condition this year. Mm-hmm. I've been training. I've been learning about um, aerobic, you know, about heart rate zones. And if you stay in that aerobic zone, you feel like you can run forever. And run forever I did. Tim, it's a a non-too-minor 1,005 kilometers from Novelis in Russia to Nur Sultan. How long do you think it would take me to jog 1,000 kilometers? Did you jog the entire way? A hundred percent. Oh, my God. I mean, no less than 25 days, surely. Well, I did it in a week. Oh, my God. That is uh, almost literally a superhuman performance from you. In fact, I think it is. Yeah. There was some altitude. There were some mountains. You just powered through. Didn't stop once. My God, man. What have you been eating? Eating? Yeah. Can't even remember what the word means. Wow. That's incredible. Mm. Well, I'm very excited that you're coming back. I really am. Things are, are looking a little bit better here in New Zealand. I think it'll remind you a bit more of your old home. By the way, you're listening to Killianaire the only podcast wherein Tim Batten and Guy Montgomery raise funds for Jeff Bezos, with an eye to getting him over a trillion dollars, so they may then eliminate him and claim the spoils as their own. We got a little bit sidetracked, fair to say, because we came up with a plan which Guy then had to uh, insert himself It was himself dependent into, on me getting some Novichok yes. and us getting a job working at the cafeteria, the canteen, or doing the catering at Amazon HQ. Obviously, getting over to Russia, securing the Novichok, getting it in my pocket, getting it into Tim's hands, getting it into the cooking was, um, well, it was a bit more work than anyone could have anticipated, but God willing, if I can just get on this plane. Yeah. Have you still got any of the Novichok left? I've been nibbling on the Novichok for sustenance. You said, what have you been eating? Yeah. I've been eating a, Tiny little, bit, a little bit of Novichok. That's actually really fucking smart, dude. You're, and it's kind of fitting that you're in, well, we were in Russia doing this as well, because you're like Rasputin. I am like ra rah Rasputin. You're um insulating yourself from the poison's effects, so if anyone eventually does try to poison you with Novichok, I'm really, they won't be able to. I'm really upset I didn't get to um walk the Rasputin penis trail from glittering museum to glittering museum. Try and track down which one's the real one? Yeah. Alas. That'll be for a different trip if yeah. I'm allowed back in Russia, which I am legally not. Right. But what are they going to do? Kidnap you and poison you with Novichok? Guess what? Fuckos. <laughs> this guy is, how many steps? Like 1,000 kilometers? 1,005 kilometers ahead of 1, you? 1,002 kilometers. There you go. Away from you. Pretty cool. And that's only in your if you're in Novosibirsk, Which you are right now. No, no. I'm in Nur Sultan. Oh, sorry. Of course, my mistake. Dude, you got to learn your new sultans from your <laughs> Novoselibus. I really do. So do you want to hear what's been going on with me? Uh, more than anything, man. I'm back on the radio. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Stephen Tindall's out. Things are returning to normal. We've got a... Are um, you in the Sky Tower still? I'm not in the Sky Tower, but the aerial broadcasting my radio is. which is pretty cool. My radio show's coming out there. Just in the Sky Tower. Well, you, no, no, because you've got to put the area somewhere where it's tall. Sky Tower's tallest building in New Zealand. There Southern Hemisphere when it went up. People keep saying that. Is it true? Don't know. Unverified. It's an insane claim, isn't it? Tallest in the Southern Hemisphere? It's like, oh, okay. All who right, cares? Yeah. Who splits the world into hemispheres? Exactly. Why it, is it? No. Say it. There's nowhere in the Northern Hemisphere that has the same seasonal calendar as us. I don't think so. I don't think that's how it works. And on the equator, Mm -hmm. do they have seasons? I think they've got like less, it's less seasonal, way less seasonal. What's the most equatorial? Ecuador. Ecuador? Yeah. Equatorial Guinea? Yeah. One of those two, I I reckon. Have you got a laptop there? I feel like I can hear you tapping away on a keyboard. I know, that's the travel agent. Oh, okay. Yeah, they keep holding up a big picture and looking at it and then looking over at me. Oh, okay. And now they're typing pretty urgently on their laptop. Big picture? Yeah, like they're holding up what looks like a picture, like a photo. I can kind of see through it. It kind of looks like a photo of me. And then they keep typing on their computer. Is that a worry? Because that sounds like it might be a wanted poster. Mm, I don't think it's a wanted poster. Okay. As you were. When is the flight expected, Guy? Because I'm a little bit nervous that you're not going to get out of Why? You booked it, Tim. You tell me. Do you not know? No. Okay, hold on. The deal was, I get to nurse all hold time. Hold on, I'm getting my phone. I got some good news and I got some bad news. Go ahead. You haven't missed the flight. Fantastic. The flight is in four days. From now. Four days? Yeah. Well, wow. I've got two options As I see things, Mm -hmm. I could stay at the airport, the fantastic Nur Sultan Nazarbayev International Airport, or I could get out and explore Nur Sultan itself, the capital of Kazakhstan. I think it would be a crime to not get out and explore the Kazakh capital. Is that what you say? Kazakh? I'm not sure. I think there's a river that runs through Nur Sultan. This is one of the things that you can find out on your travels. Okay, that woman's calling over some other people, and they're looking at the photo, and then they're looking at me too. <laughs> okay. Well, what's the vibe? Um, Do they look like we got to get a present for that guy because it looks like he missed a birthday? There's a guy in a suit who's on the phone. Then mm-hmm. he's walking over here. Okay. Okay. He's walking right up to me. Oh. He's gone right past me Oh well then fine It's probably They're probably looking At someone behind you Or something I wouldn't worry About this at all mm. It seems like Everything's gonna be Hunky dory So you're on the radio Yeah Hey man Look at me rocking out I'm on the radio Who's that System of a Down I'm not sure Do you know that song I don't know that song No mm, Neither um, That's great man Yeah we took down Stephen Tindall But we've sort of Reclaimed the infrastructure That he put up which has been cool. That sounds borderline. No, no. no, nah, it's totally sweet. So, for example, he had built some gulags and we've turned them into schools. What's a gulag? Gulag is a uh, prison. You're teaching kids in prisons? No, because now they're schools. We're teaching kids in schools. What the are Schools the, were gulags. What do the gulag schools look like? Uh, they're pretty... I would, call, I would describe them as industrial <laughs> in appearance. Um... <laughs> That sort of raw, unvarnished look that's quite popular now these yeah, days. A lot of yeah, concrete, a yeah, lot of steel. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of vibe. Quite uh, like secure would be a word that I would yeah. use to describe the look of them. Yeah. Um, but the kids are having a good time. Are they? Yeah, they are. Are they really? Yeah, How do you know? Because I volunteer down there to you, you teach swim. You volunteer at the school? I'm teaching swimming. You clients. teach swimming? Yeah. Are you a good swimmer? No. <laughs> Can you swim? Yeah. Yeah, can not, the kids? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Where are they swimming? It's not like a gulag to have a pool. Well, this is the thing I'm telling you. We're reclaiming all the infrastructure. So what have you turned into the pool? We flooded a kitchen. That is not. That is not good. That is not good. Pools need to have filtration systems. They need to be built for that specific purpose. That's not you true. You can't reappropriate a kitchen. That's, That's not. absolutely not true. We've used the extractor fan as a water circulation system. We've put some filters this in there. Makes sense. No, it's working very well. It's working very, very well. We had a few initial problems with the electrics because um, we thought we had shut off the circuit that ran into the kitchen um, before we put all the water in, but we actually missed... Um, what does that mean? Well, so, you know... You know how electricians say that water and electricity don't mix? Yeah. That's a lie. They actually mix too well, if anything. I see. And so we thought. I've always wondered about that. Yeah. We thought we had shut off all the electricity going into the kitchen before we flooded it to turn it into a school pool. But unfortunately, there was still an operative circuit that was uh, running into the microwave. Okay. And so when we flooded it, um, that short circuited and we. No real good way to sort of say this because it was sad news. We lost a few people in that. That's that's one of the reasons that you put water in pools. Why? Well, because the, the pool is built for the, the water. Uh, well, it is a pool now. It's a pool of water. It used <laughs> to be a kitchen. I mean, yeah on a technicality you've got me but I feel like my point stands you killed people we didn't ki- that is such a, a gross misreading of the situation we built a school no you didn't and we're teaching you kids to swim repurposed a prison which is very important and you electrocuted and children in Aotearoa New Zealand because we lose too many people to drowning every year well what's the point in teaching them how to swim to save on you know fatalities if you're Taking out the same number of people. Hey, listen, man. Listen to me. We didn't intend to kill anyone by electrocution. Did Steve Tindall kill anyone? Uh, Technically, like, I don't think so. But it was headed that way. You know what I mean? What do you mean? I mean it was headed that way. It looked like he might. It looked like things were going to get real dastardly. So... You overthrew someone who had... That's interesting. That's not really how we've been describing it ourselves. Have you been describing it? We re-established a government. Who's in charge? Right now? Don't tell me it's Jeremy. It's not Jeremy. He is the Deputy Prime Minister. he still working as a chippy? yeah he is how's that going really well he's enjoying himself the good thing about deputy PM is that it's more of a ceremonial role so he doesn't have a lot of stuff to do in the government but he likes um, cutting ribbons because he's often worked on the building that he's opening (laughs) he's one of the finest chippies in all the land you'll never guess who's prime minister though no I won't Jenny Shipley former Prime Minister Wow, former Prime Minister Jenny Shipley Yeah, we put her back in Didn't she get rolled last time? Uh, Yes, she did What for? And she's very recently been facing a, a court case which was threatening to put her in prison and we thought who better to take the reins than someone who is experienced both with the Prime Minister's office and the judicial system intimately Jenny Shipley That's who we need And how's it going? Really bad really bad <laughs> why well despite the fact that um we've got a few more schools open she has been building a lot more prisons <laughs> and we haven't been able to keep up with the pace of turning the prisons back into school so really now we've just got more prisons and unfortunately it's one of those situations where like you know when you build a really good road and it g- draws more cars onto the yeah onto the, i don't want to come home no, I think you should. I, don't want to, I want to stay in Nur Sultan. I think you should come. Really? I think you should come over here. Oh, I don't know about that. It just feels like there's work to be done here. There's a lot of prisons going up that we've got to turn into schools, man. Those I, kitchens like the flood themselves. The whole system you're running is a mess. I'm not running it. What is your I'm involvement? Helping. How senior are you? Well, it depends. It depends how you look at it. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it from a corner in the international airport. At Nurse Sultan. I am what I would describe as a member of a extra-governmental organization. What does that mean? Are you in the news? Is your name in the news? Frequently. I'm not part of the government apparatus per se, but I'm trying to do my bit to improve the country. Flooding kitchens, turning gull legs into schools. Those are your two big-ticket items. Yeah. What does Jenny think of you? Jenny is not happy with what we're up to. That is for sure. Why? Because she wants them to stay as gulags. She keeps building prisons, man. We keep turning them into other things. I'd be frustrated if I was her, so I do understand it. But I guess we've just got a difference of opinion. I just think... Like, I know that Steve wasn't necessarily doing it all for the right reasons. And he, he was putting a lot of chemtrails in the air, is that right? Yeah. You got any chemtrail issues still? Not anymore. Do you miss the chemtrails? A lot. Because you (laughs) described it as an issue, but one person's chemtrail issue is another person's pharmaceutical upper. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. The country was in a good mood. You know when the All Blacks win? It was like that all the time. That's a good feeling. Mm. But if you feast every day, then when will you feast? Every day? Every day. But well, you won't know it's a feast because it's... No, just you just said... I mean, it's in the saying. You no, but just said it in the first bit. No, but if we feast every day when we feast... All the time. If you become accustomed to eating a perfect meal every day, then when will you appreciate eating a perfect meal? Fucking every day. What bit of this aren't you getting? You've laid out the groundwork in the first half of the idiom. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to present to you that the context shifts and is stripped away. I cannot follow what you're saying. If we're feasting every day, we're feasting every day. She's putting up prisons. I'm flooding kitchens. We're doing our own thing. But the important thing is, I think that you come back because we don't have chemtrails anymore, and that feels like progress to me. What are you what are you what waits what awaits me when I get back? Am I going to have to be quarantined? No, not anymore. We did away with all that, all that guff. Um, look, it's a more functioning democracy than when Stephen was in charge. That's for sure. What about before then? It's less functioning than, than compared to that. Is but there, not by heat. Is there any desire to... Return? Yeah. To the old times? I think we've moved on. I think we've moved past it a little bit. Things are just moving a little bit safe? faster now. Safe is a very comparative term. I wouldn't say that I feel safe. You feel unsafe? I would say I feel Unsafe. Huh. Oh fuck! Hold on for a second. That was Bruce Springsteen, and this is Kiss, Detroit Rock City. All right, sorry, I'm back. That's okay. Hiya, yeah, I'm just um, I'm waiting for a A plane. Where have I come from? Who are you talking to, guy? Well, I tell you where I I haven't come from, and that's Novosibirsk. Guys, that the big guy who was looking at you. No, Shit. it's a funny thing to say. I know. Why would I say where I that specific place? Just because, you know, I'm going to remove all the places I haven't come from one by one, and then eventually you'll, by process of elimination, you'll find out where I have come from. Guy, you sound incredibly stupid. Is this? Weird? I also have not come from Moscow. Oh God! I have not come from Omsk. I have not come from Mongolia. I've my name. You need to get out of there, dude. Yeah, I know my name. Guy, get out of there. You want my name? Get off the phone and just like you need to figure out a way out of What do you want my name so badly for? Fuck! I have to tell you my name. What are you gonna do? You're gonna shoot me if I don't tell you my name. Okay. Well, now I've heard everything.